This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. everyone is producer jemmy and welcome to friday october 9th episode 2536 brought to you by kentucky performance products the horses in the morning gang is off glenn had his surgery yesterday so look for updates on his personal facebook page and jamie is doing her monty roberts clinic so the gang from flintstone media my gang has taken over to give you some great best of episodes a reminder no live shows all throughout october Look to your podcast feeds for the latest episodes, though. Today, we look back to February of 2017, and we take a look at Jamie's developing chicken habit. Oh, my goodness. Meet Buckeye, the dressage mule, and some really bad ads that feature a soundproof gelding and two devil mini horses. (laughs) Hope you enjoy. See you Monday. Happy Freestyle Friday, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Phoenix, Arizona, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for February 17th, episode 1634, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Guess what day it is today? Sunday. No, it's Friday. Friday. This is what it's all about, gentlemen. It's what we train for. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today on this Friday. We hope you all have a fun weekend planned for those of you that aren't buried in snow. Well, Jamie, you know how we determined what was our numbers? It, crazy Cat Lady, we kind of said was six or seven, and then you went into Crazy Cat Lady. Crazy Dog Lady was four and above, if I remember right. Well, you've officially crossed into Crazy Chicken Lady because you have to have more than 30 chickens. Well, I, you know, I did realize when my vet drove up the other day, she she just got out of the truck and they're all like, I'll come running, you know, she's like, wow, you're a crazy chicken lady. <laughs> she's like, if you're not already, you're bordering on the edge. Uh, but so, so here's the deal. We had to get two more silky babies because why, why did we have to get because SpongeBob SquarePants was consumed by the neighbor's dog <laughs> in a very tragic and very sad accident that was not an accident. And it resulted in the neighbor paying for SpongeBob SquarePants. Now we have a new SpongeBob SquarePants and a plankton. So we're all good on silkies, but they don't really. <laughs> I don't I don't name my chicken. We had a SpongeBob accident. SpongeBob was taken outside of his sea. He was taken outside of the ocean and drowned. I was very sad. It's funny now because I'm talking to you about it, but it's not funny. Anyway, so, so, so Monty Roberts needed a friend 
And so Monty Roberts needs another silky friend. Silkies are very, very sweet chickens, but they don't lay very many eggs. And they're just not layers. They're kind of pretty. They're like, like Monty Roberts sits on my shoulder. That's what's awesome. So about they're Monty pretty Roberts. much useless is what you're saying? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my husband says. But <laughs> our child loves them and I love Monty Roberts. So Monty Roberts sits on my shoulder. Well, we needed another SpongeBob SquarePants. And so we got another SpongeBob and a and we added Plankton. But again, like I said, they're not great layers. So I realized that. Uh, what I've really been looking for is the white leghorn because they lay like 320 eggs a year and I can get my business back. You got a leghorn foghorn? Foghorn leghorn, exactly. But he was a rooster. Oh. Uh, but his little girls were all white leghorns, exactly like foghorn leghorns. So, um, but they don't lay, and they're kind of hard to find in this area, probably because they're white and they're boring and people don't like them. They like the crazy ones. So, um, I might have happened to find some how many eggs do you get a day that you actually find (laughs) and can consume well the the the, they it's a bit of the easter egg hunt it's exciting glenn well i know because they used to lay eggs everywhere at our farm and you wouldn't find someone would be petrified into little rocks before we ever found them i love getting to the end of the bale and and throwing that last flake and it's like i pull that last flake out and it's up against the wall and i'm like oh there's a nest (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like 17 eggs. How do you, you know, know the I mean? eggs that haven't been sitting there from the, or have been sitting there for about 17 days from the ones who were just laid today? So, well, there is a way to tell Glenn, if you would like to know why. I would. I don't know how you tell that. Eggs. You can do this with your own eggs that you bring home. Are you from doing the, the spin store. test? Nope, nope. Nope. See, once the egg starts to go bad, this is not a chicken show, people. This is a horse show. We're going to get to it in just a second. Well, we're going to talk about mules. It's Friday. <laughs> but, it's Freestyle Friday. We talk about anything. Anything. So if you take a chicken egg and you submerge it underwater, uh, it should sink and it should lay on its side, sink like it's just a rock. But as it starts to get older, gases inside start to release. And so it'll like point upwards or if it floats... Toss that sucker. Don't even crack it. So this is the like ones a that sink are so good. It's amazing. I usually just do all the egg testing on the top step of my pool. <laughs> <laughs> so they're coronated and clean then too. I'm just like, I just put them in there. I'm like, ah, these are good. These are bad. Okay, chuck them. <laughs> do you throw them all in the pool at once and then go diving for them? I don't throw them in the pool. I take oh. them to the top step and I gently sit them on there because if I threw them in the pool, then they would break because they sink. Like it, rocks. Yeah, you'd have to go diving. Lucas, <laughs> dive for the eggs. There you go, bud. <laughs> go get them. <laughs> Speaking of, you know how I just clucked right then? I realized I clucked to my child all the time. <laughs> hey, get going. I do to my dog. Well, you do have a multitude of animals that you cluck to on a daily basis. So. I do. Uh, is it... Get out of the way. Why not? Come on. <laughs> Let's go. Ah, you, you, you click to your children, but do you say ho to the gator? I say ho to the dogs all the time. I'm like, ho, stop it. Ho. Ho. I'm still saying ho all the time to the gator. I know. Sorry. Carry on. Okay, right, Jennifer, let's, what's coming up? Yeah, what's up coming up, Jennifer? Are, do we have a show or are we just going to talk about chickens? If you, we if have a show to today me. coming up on today's oh, Kentucky good. Performance Products Freestyle Friday Edition. Live from somewhere in the Mid Atlantic area, Sammy Rogers trainer of Buckeye the Dressage Mule is going to be here. And if you weren't in love with the long ears before, you will be after today's show. 
And then mid-show, we're going to cover all the horse headlines fit to post on the interweb. And then smushing into the end of the show, like the poo on your horse's rear end when you take him out of the horse trailer, it's really bad ads. So stay tuned for the fray, folks. Can I just point out, too, by the way, that the the whole chicken thing, um, we had the two chickens in the little cage that's in the house because they're in the house now. Um, and I just I didn't tell my husband yet that they've multiplied. Uh, <laughs> I I just photographed it. and I You have it so damn Facebook. many. He's not going to know, except you notice when the little ones it. show up. I mean, you do. Well, it's great because. Lucas is like, can I go hold the new baby chicks? And he thinks that he's talking about the other baby chicks. <laughs> <laughs> does your All husband right, even go into the barn anymore? Or does he just say a hell with it? I'm not going out These there. are in the living room, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> of course they're, they are. They're the babies. Uh, of course they are. Daily winning time. <laughs> I get off this show every day and thank God I'm not married to you. Every day. <laughs> Whatever I can do to make your marriage better. <laughs> yes, I'm here for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no jealousy there, that's for sure. No, we're good. <laughs> that's oh. no problem. Daily Winnie time. Uh, my Daily Winnie goes out to, I can't say her name because I don't have her permission to even read this on the air. So it's from Anonymous, but thank you, Anonymous. It was very nice of you to write this. She wrote us a note and said, Glenn, just a l- little note of thanks. I love the shows on the Horse Radio Network. Thank you for entertaining us every day. Also for bringing together the auditors as a little horsey family. In our current times, it is a sanctuary free from political crap and news, which our world and social media are consumed with. Thank you for the absence of politics. Thanks to you and Jen for your time, your dedication to HRN. You and Jamie are so entertaining and real. Yeah, uh, uh, real. Uh, I make all this up. Yeah, (laughs) Helena is like listening to a friend on the air. And by the way, Helena, that's about the the nicest compliment you could ever get, right? Um, mm-hmm. apparently we're not friends, but Helena is. I love that Hit'em is entertaining yeah. first and informative second. Thank you. Well, I, you know, this meant a lot to me because that was the mission in the very beginning was to be entertaining first and informative second. So we're glad, we're glad that we could help. And, uh, thank you so much to the anonymous person who wrote this. We are obviously an auditor. <laughs> All right, your turn. Oh, it gets me every time. Well, I'm going right, to have to um, do it to his. He, he's at least a year. Time. She's at least a yearling, right? I mean, I'm going to have to keep doing it. She still Winnie's like that, and I still can't catch it on the recorder because <laughs> she's too far away. She's in the back. She sees me. How's she doing that. anyway? We haven't had an update before your daily Winnie. How's she doing? Give us a quick update. She's she's amazing. She's so beautiful and fun, and she's a monster, a total monster. Um, I have that little foal halter that I got for Christmas. Yeah, she already broke it. (laughs) (laughs) Figures. That's your future. I'm in for it. I'm in for it. She has zero, like, fear of humans at all. I think just so many people have visited her and loved her, and we did all the desensitizing and imprinting, and now she's like, you don't scare me. (laughs) I'll take you on. All All right, Daily Winnie. Daily Winnie. I wanted to give my Daily Winnie to, uh, after we talked on the show, I think it was Wednesday, about horse hunting for a student of mine, I wanted to thank all the number of people that sent me horses for sale. And I do appreciate it. We just to update y'all, we are vetting one tomorrow. uh, Yeah. Tomorrow morning. We're getting gray Arab. Gray Arab. It is three. The mother was three fourths Arab and one fourth something. And the, 
the ba- the daddy is a German riding pony. So oh, she cool. does not qualify to show in the Arab shows. Oh. <laughs> Yay. Um, <laughs> because there's not enough Arab? You have to be registered half. Half. And okay. she would only be like a quarter. Five sixteenth. Yeah. I don't know. I don't do math like that. But anyway. Anyway, so we found this great pony and it's getting vetted tomorrow morning. And um it's in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> What's she going to do? Uh, drive up uh, there to try it out? <laughs> well, they were like, first of all, I've looked at 400 videos and online and images. And I know exactly what I'm looking for for this child and what can the, the, the pony should be able to tolerate. And this pony tolerates everything that there this pony's rider was doing. Um, so... At any rate, great little pony. And they were like, okay, well, I guess we're going to have to buy plane tickets for all three of us to go up there to Montana to try this thing out. I'm like, wait, you talking about me? So after looking at all the videos, I'm like, knowing you and your 10-year-old daughter and we get in a plane and we fly up to Montana, there's no way you're not buying that dang pony. Who are you kidding right now? I'm like, they sent all the videos. I said, just buy the dang thing. We're getting it vetted and it's getting shipped down possibly next Wednesday. <laughs> and that's fun to find shippers. You for just didn't want to go to Montana in the winter. <laughs> that's the other thing. I'm like, how are you going to try it out? She's the lady selling. It was like, well, we can put it in the trailer and take it down the road to an indoor. I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> that sounds horrible. The 12 feet of pony. snow outside in our farm. Exactly. <laughs> Just buy the damn pony. They were like, you're probably going to have to clip it. I was like, you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just clipped Scooter, too. Oh, God. Yeah. So, anyway, we may be buying a pony sight unseen for a child. I don't know if I'm <laughs> is crazy. It gray? or No, it no? is not great. Oh. It is It is. Not anything that she wanted, which is probably everything she needed. Exactly. That's a good line, actually. That's a perfect line. Write that down. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) So anyway, thanks to everybody sending in the the ads. Of course, um, you can keep sending anything you want uh, because uh, the pony hasn't passed a vet yet. So we'll see how it goes. That's true. Well, good. I'm, I hope she, she gets she's already right. given it like a squishy barn name. I'm like, what? <laughs> you ha- do not fall in love with this pony you've never met, never seen before, before passes a vet and gets down here safely. What are you doing? Ten year olds, I swear. She sounds almost like you. It's, uh, just... There's a reason I teach children, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> sounds a lot like you. You know what? I get done with this show every day and I thank God I'm not married to you. <laughs> Let's get to our first guest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our first guest uh, is the, the name uh, of our first guest is Buckeye. Buckeye the dressage mule. But I think we have to talk to Buckeye's mom because Buckeye was probably busy with other press, press and media. Oh. Um, and so we're going to talk to Sammy Majors. Sammy is the, uh, am, are you the owner or the rider or the trainer for Buckeye the dressage mule? Well, um, it's sort of all of the above. His actual owner is a, a lady named Christina Gregory down in Rock Hill, South Carolina. And I uh, am a rider slash trainer for Buckeye. So okay. we've gotcha. had him with us ever since Christina got him. And we were with her when she bought him at the sale. 
All right. For those who don't know what we're talking about, just go on facebook.com slash, you know, like just search for Buckeye, the dressage mule, because this is not just your everyday average mule, not like mules are average, but this is a very (laughs) splashy mule that is doing, tell us, tell us the story of Buckeye. Good morning, by the way. Oh, good morning to you too. Oh goodness. The Buckeye story is a uh, interesting one. So he, uh, the, for those of you who don't know, or aren't in the Southeast, we have a very large auction down here. It's the Dixie draft horse and mule auction. And it happens twice a year. So it was coming up on Thanksgiving weekend and they're posting pictures of horses that were consigned to the sale and mules, obviously. And, um, uh, I came across a picture of Buckeye, saw this loud spotted Appaloosa animal. And I was like, Oh, what's that? And I look and it's a mule. So I instantly fell in love. He's standing, there's a nice picture of him standing on the ridge and uh, all dressed in Western tack. And I was like, oh, he's, he's something special. So I put my eyes on him and showed my mom and dad. And they obviously fell in love. They'd had mules and a pair of Appaloosa mules long ago that had since been sold. Um, so we hadn't had mules for a while and I had gotten the itch. And uh, we all fell in love. And Christina, she is a, client and friend of ours um, and she has uh, other horses with us and does dressage and saddle seat and um, I sent a picture to Christina and said Christina here's your next dressage superstar and she kind of laughed and thought I was crazy which we're all kind of thought I was crazy but um, he she she, uh, and then she kind of asked she's like are you serious and I was like well yeah he could certainly do dressage no problem he's a nicely built mule so she still thought I was crazy but she kind of fell in love with him from the picture and we got to the sale and we all went to look at him and of course we all saw him and fell in love instantly I mean if you've seen the pictures of him he's obviously adorable you can't not fall in love with him so um yeah we talked to the owner for a long time and asked if I could ride him and kind of sit on him for a minute and he was very reluctant because you know, everybody's wanting to come. They've seen the pictures of Buckeye on the Facebook page and everybody wanted to see him and ride him. So he was kind of, he was really cautious about letting just anybody and everybody ride this mule around the sale grounds. So we kept talking, kept talking. He finally let me sit on him for a minute. I kind of walked and trotted him up and down the gravel driveway a couple of times just to sit on him and get a feel for him. And I'd fell in love even more with him. So, um, then uh, Christina was asking lots of questions and she was kind of starting to realize that maybe we weren't crazy and it could happen. So we talked about it that night because this was on Friday and the sale was Saturday. So we talked about it. um, Saturday rolled around and we waited for him to come through the sale pen and he finally came in and we, um, she started, we all like everybody started bidding. And of course he, the bids ran up really high very quickly and uh, we, they had a number in their head of how much they were, if the bid got to X amount, they were going to stop. Well, it got to that amount, and Christina, anybody who knows Christina, knows she does not like to lose something she wants. So she kept bidding, and uh, it was her and one other gentleman on the complete other end of the sale pen that were bidding on this uh, on this mule. And um, finally, uh, well, the owner of the mule, Dwayne, he was putting on quite the show. He would canter Buckeye down or Mr. Spotty as he was known at the time. Would canter Mr. Spotty <laughs> I down love that. to us. 
And as they were waiting for the bed, he'd stand there and try to like, you know, get Christina to bed and then she would. So then he'd do a rollback and send them, canter him down to the other end of the pen and Oh my God, I've had like anxiety. We have all been a part of an auction that is high stress. (laughs) My Mustangs came from It's very high stress when you're the one bidding. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, so I'm like sitting there shaking, my heart's racing. My dad and I are kind of sitting a little farther back and we're just looking at each other like, oh my goodness, what's about to happen? And mom and Christina's daughter, Tiffany, and uh, Christina herself are a couple rows in front of us. And they're all like shaking and high stress and it's, you know, quiet as can be in the sale pen. You know, there's people everywhere and we're, everybody's just quiet, kind of waiting to see what happens. And um, finally, oh my gosh, it felt like three hours. And they finally, the gavel finally went down. And after Christina had the last bit, I was, didn't think she had it. So I was sad. And then everybody went crazy. And mom and Christina and Tiffany all ran down into the sail pen. And I was, oh my gosh, we got him. So, I mean, the whole area just, they, people went crazy and cheering and laughing and going, oh my gosh, they just spent that much money on a mule. And <laughs> so, um, anyways, that was, I mean, it was, that was the stressful part. And then ever since it's been lots of fun with him. So he came home and started doing dressage and we took him to dressage shows. And, um, now I got a question before you go on, before you go on, before you go on with that, were you just blinding the judges? Because this is an Appaloosa mule that has spots to, to die for. (laughs) If you're an Appaloosa person, I figure in the blur of spots and things, they just can't see the feet and the haunches. They just can't see how the horses, the mules moving. (laughs) Is that what's happening? Maybe. Um, I like to think that, you know, they're giving him good scores for his proper training and nice movement, but maybe they are blinded. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> there was a funny story on that, on that, uh, his first dressage show we went to was at the Tryon. It was the, well, it was the first ever dressage show at the new Tryon International Equestrian Center. Oh, yeah. So I go, it's my turn, turn to go in and we, it was two judges. There's a judge in the middle. There's a judge at sea. And, um, so I'm trotting around the outside of dressage arena waiting for the bell and I see cell phones come up from the two judges stand. And then <laughs> the judge stops me as I'm trotting around the arena and says, is that a mule? And I was like, yes, ma'am, it is. And she says, do you mind if I take a picture? So here's the judge and the scribe and the judge's booth taking pictures of, uh, of Buckeye before I went no. in. And I was like, well, that's certainly a. A new one. I haven't had that happen before. Whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that was a unique experience. <laughs> so much for you having your game face on, going getting ready to go into the arena and the judge is like, Hey, can I take a selfie? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Can we can we stop and take a picture before you compete? <laughs> Has, so Yeah, so that was Go ahead, Jamie. I was just gonna ask, so is there you know, is the training different for mules than horses? Because I know that the training with donkeys, donkeys ha- tend to have not just fight or flight. They also have like a freeze technique where they just, which is why people think they're stubborn is because they kind of stop and assess yep. the situation. How, how much of that do mules have, or is it different? And is there a different type of training that you use? So I, um, when people ask me about training the mule, I typically say they're really not any different than training a very smart horse. Um, mules are highly intelligent animals, and uh, like a smart horse, if you're doing, if you're trying to teach them bend, 
and you're just trotting in circles and circles and circles, asking them to bend, they're going to get bored. And then they're going to say, well, I don't like doing this. And then they do something else or fight or fuss with you. So um, you have to, the biggest difference is you have to find, if you're trying to achieve one thing, you have to have 10 different exercises to get to work on the same, uh, the same end result. Um, cause then they'll get bored and then they just kind of blow off the rider cause they think they know what they're doing. So you have to make them think it's their idea. You can't tell them or force them to do it cause then they ignore you and blow you off. And that's a lot where people get the whole idea that they're stubborn. Cause most of the time the mule's just smarter than the person riding them. <laughs> so it's a lot so like, so it's to, a lot like your you boss at work. It's a lot like your boss at work, Sammy. Yeah. You have to make it think it's their idea. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you make them think it's their idea and give them confidence. And when they do it, you got to praise them and say, yay, you figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that's the, that's the biggest difference. Just be, have a lot of tools in your toolbox to achieve the same goal. Um, And then they, that's the best thing. You can't drill them. They, they'll, uh, they don't like being drilled on the same thing. <laughs> Which is tough for dressage because that's what, yeah, I mean, you are working on movements all the time. So you really have to think about mixing up your practice for the different movements every day and not concentrating yeah, on, like, you know, some dressage riders will concentrate on one thing for 20 minutes. You you don't have that luxury. No, you can't, no, you can't do that. We, um, we teach lessons at our barn, so there's always jumps or cavalettis or cones set up throughout the arena so i usually i like to use those and i'm like right now there's a line of cones set up so kids can practice steering so i'll go up through the line of cones in a trot and leg yield instead of like doing a serpentine through them i'll leg yield left and right through the cones or you know use cavaletti to work on teaching them suppleness or bend or do the cavaletti and canter down the long side and do a 15 meter circle transition back to trot go to the cavaletti again so it's just a lot of different you have to get creative to think of different things to do to achieve what you want to work on for your dressage test basically well sammy i am a uh, driver so i was so happy to see the pictures of you in the cart with 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 buckeye so so how did that happen well he um he came from Amish country up in Ohio, and that's actually the majority of what Buckeye did before he came down to us was driving. So he's fancy and spotted, and he was the family's um, animal that they drove to church on Sunday mornings. <laughs> so he did that and would drive, take the family, you know, wherever they needed to go, they would drive Buckeye a lot. So that's what he knew the most <laughs> when we got him. So he did a little trail riding and stuff, but driving was his main thing. So um, since he already knew how to do that so well, we decided to, you know, when you're going to mule shows, you might as well do as much as you can. So Christina um, had a cart that she had bought but wasn't using and brought it up and got it working for Buckeye, and we started driving him some too. (laughs) He looks very fancy in his uh, Meadowbrook cart and his harness and and his blue ribbon hanging on his face. That all looks very fancy. So yeah, Sammy, it is. He looks good. Yeah. What are your What are your long time long term goals with with Buckeye? What do you want to do? What do you want to prove? What do you want? Where do you want? What does the future hold for you? Well, I um, 
I want to just do as much as he can and show, luckily, and Buckeye is one of those very versatile mules, so I want to show people and kind of open open people's eyes that mules can do a lot of different things. They can do more than just trail ride or be a pleasure animal. Show them that they're versatile and can compete and be successful. So, you know, we originally got them with the hopes of doing dressage because that's kind of uh, with a lot of Christina's horses. She either focused on saddle seat or dressage. So, you know, that was the initial goal with him. And to be honest, I'd seen uh, the mule Porter who's out in, uh, the Pacific Northwest, Oregon, Washington, maybe. And he's out there competing fourth level in Cree St. George. And I was like, I want to do upper level dressage with the mule. So I, uh, selfishly for my own reasons, you know, I'd like to do that and get him going to the upper levels. But then, like I said, with the mule, you can't just do the same things over and over. And Buckeye loves doing different things. He loves to jump. So we started doing some jumping and he's excellent at driving. So, um, the main goal, I guess, will always be dressage and getting him towards the upper levels, but just doing other things with him to have fun. And, you know, he's become such a famous figure, for lack of a better term, across the country and the world. And so just doing the different things can hopefully just help open people's eyes and let them know that mules can do a lot of different things. So, you know, I guess that's the I do have a question. Goal. And just have fun. <laughs> Sammy, I, you know, and I think that's the right attitude to have with an animal like this is because I think with animals like this, Buckeye's going to take you where he wants to go. Right. So, you know, yeah, he, he has, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, he's going to tell you what he likes to do and doesn't like to do. And then you're going to go those places and, and you're going to you're going to be following Bucky uh, along the road, uh, hoping yeah. you don't <laughs> screw it up. Right. I mean, because because he he's got it. So, yes. yeah. So now, <laughs> yeah, have you gotten <sighs> Buckeye? Yeah. Have you gotten um, have you gotten negative comments from judges? No, um, we haven't. Not with Buckeye. So everybody has always been really encouraging and supportive and thinks it's really awesome. They love seeing him. We've had many, I mean, there's always people coming up to us at shows saying, oh, we're so happy Buckeye's here. We were hoping he would be at this show so we could see him in person and stuff like that. So everybody has always been really encouraging, no negative comments, um, but I will say with our previous mules that we showed a lot against horses, we did have negative comments. And we, uh, my parents actually would get kicked out of certain show facilities and show circuits because of the mules. And mainly it's because they were beating the horses and the people didn't like it. So they would say, you know, it's a horse show. Mules aren't allowed. So um, luckily that hasn't happened with Buckeye yet. And we hope that doesn't, doesn't happen. <laughs> Nobody was well, I, nobody embarrassed, I, I, just, I guess. <laughs> no, but but that's the thing yeah. is like what what you're doing with him is you're kind of making him an ambassador. You're taking him out. You're showing people that these guys have such great value, and a good mule is just so awesome to have. Jeez, so you're 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 doing a great job. You're making him an ambassador. That's kind of what I want to do with my mustangs, and 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 just let yeah. people know that they have. Uh, they have a whole nother life to give. They have so much more to give. So congratulations on what you're do doing and, and, and congratulations well, on all your success with Buckeye. Yes. Thank you. We are having lots of fun with Buckeye and, 
yeah, it's just been lots of fun. We love seeing the support from the people and having something different and then, you know, showing, showing the world that a mule can do, can do a lot of things and be competitive and on the national scene. So you go girl. It's been a great experience. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Well, congratulations. And thank you so much for being a part of the show. We really appreciate it. Great job. Yes, thank you so much for having me on. It's been been great talking with you guys. We should great mention that everybody should go to Buckeye, the Dressage Mule on Facebook. Just search for that. It comes up. I just like the page, actually. So uh, let, oh, yay. let's get more people mm-hmm. following Buckeye in the progress. And, and good luck. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Give, give Buckeye a carrot for us today. Oh, he'll love that. He loves carrots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give him. All right. Thanks, Sammy. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> well, that was fun. Buckeye. Yeah, that's really cool. I love I love people getting out there and just proving people wrong. That's my most important. And you know when she said that they were kicking her parents out because they were getting beat, and that is probably the real reason. You know, if if her parents' mules just went in there and got last place all the time, nobody would care, right? The, then you can just bring your mule, do whatever. But once once that mule started beating the horses, then they were all embarrassed, and then, then, it, then the mule had to go. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, but I think things have changed, don't you? I mean, we're seeing a lot more other animals uh, that, let's say, the non-traditional animals in the different sports, like mustangs, like mules. The, the, you know, the mule out in the West Coast is at Grand Prix level. So, I, you well, know, yeah, I think I, things I, have I changed. I do think it's... I think it's changing in some spots, but when I was at the jumper show, the next day is a hunter show last weekend. And oh, well, you're uh, not going to go in there with the buck with Buckeye or one of your Mustangs. No, and so that's why <laughs> they were like, "You should come tomorrow." I'm like, "You think I'm going to come out here and give you money to walk around and get last place?" Like, there's still places that things haven't changed, and I I think you know the hunter world, no matter what level you're at, is one of those places that hasn't changed. I think that with dressage, you know, you're looking for a certain thing and, and I'm sure there's good people and and bad people, you know, honest people and biased people in every sport. And, and maybe a Mustang would do okay in the hunter ring if he had the right frame, but I don't know. I don't, I didn't feel like it was worth my money and and time to go to get that experience. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. And it makes sense. And, and you're absolutely right. Well, for those who don't know the difference in hunters and jumpers, hunters, you're kind of judged on your look and jumpers, you're judged on time. Yeah. You're like, did you get it done? Did you knock anything down and did you get there fast? (laughs) Yeah. And so there's no subjectivity at all. Did you look really pretty and correct doing it while you're, yeah. And are you wearing the the right thing? Yeah. I went to a hunter show. I took Duke uh, and he's such a like super level-headed dude. And they told me that I needed to know my hunter rules because I had a blingy brow band on and a square pad. Like, what is wrong with you, Jamie? (laughs) I know. I should be ashamed of myself. A square pad uh, has to be fitted. Thank you. So anyway, that's the kind of stuff I was like, yeah, I don't need to do that. I had fun at the jumper show. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's great. Thank you so much for coming on today. We appreciate that. And I wrote that down, Jennifer. I wrote the name of that auction down. I'm going to be looking that up because apparently that's in the southeast. And all I heard was draft horses. So 
That's what I heard. Draft horse and mule auction. That's like your. That's like that's a kid in a candy store. And here's the worst part: is did you get total anxiety listening to her talk about? Yes, the because auction? I've been there. My two Percherons <gasps> came from the Percheron or the draft horse auction, and it was like, uh, and we bought enough stuff stuff at auctions that yes, I got total anxiety. It's like, ah, oh. yes. I was like, oh my god. It's like the, I, it took me right back to Zeus. I'm like, who's who's bidding? Okay, how much is it gonna go? What is he gonna do? How much do? Like I could be an auctioneer in my head. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going on in my brain. Oh my God, is he going to bid again? When's he going to quit? I'm running out of money. I'm going to get divorced. Oh my God. Okay, okay. How much is this horse worth it? How are his feet? I can't really see his feet. Okay, well, he's a, uh, I got to have him. I got to have him. And then you get crazy. And then your husband goes, How much did you spend? <laughs> <laughs> or wife, in the case of Glenn. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't spend as much yeah, as you. Don't let him fool you. He loves it. Oh, he loves it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. He the, the competition. It's like the best competition for Glenn ever. Oh, I love auctions. auctions. I just love auctions. I love I don't, bidding oh, at auctions. I can't. I just can't. It's I love stressful. it. I, you know, and he she was absolutely right when she said time stops. It, you know, that, that yes. 30 seconds to a minute seems like 10, and that's absolutely true. That is so true. And you're just praying they're going to hit the damn gavel already? Would you just sell the horse? Jeez. <laughs> like, How many times do I have to bid? Just hit it. They sold. <laughs> and they then, sold. And then you really have to watch these auctions, too. Not so much as the one you were at, but the auctions that – and if you go enough to certain auctions, you can tell who the shill bidders are, who the ones that are just bidding it up because they know the owners or the mm-hmm. sellers. And so you're watching that, too, and you're kind of going, okay, which ones are and, – and you know which ones they are because they come in at the last minute and only bid once or twice, and then they're out. Um. They're the ones that are just bidding it, bidding it up for the sellers. Now that's illegal, of course, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it illegal? It's illegal. Uh, yeah, that's illegal well, to do. Bought the horse, but you, how, bought how are the you going right? to prove that? How are you going to prove that? We used to go to the an auction. What was the name of the auction? They sold the stuff, Jennifer. Oh yeah. What was the name of that auction? Well, they sold horses too. Um, oh, I don't remember anymore. Um, I can't. Wangers or something. It was Beals. Beals auction. Beals. Okay, so we go to Beals auction. Yeah. It was an and institution. Two thirds of the bidders didn't even exist. No, <laughs> he wasn't even looking at anybody, and he was bidding it up. I mean, he was selling stuff and horses too. But you would see him there. Were, he wasn't even looking. You would catch him looking down, running the bids up. It was like okay. Well, then everybody kind of learned not to bid. <laughs> it's just. Don't bid because there's nobody bidding. So he would just stop it at some point, and if there was ten or something, he'd hand it out at that at that price. But yeah, it was. <laughs> I'll tell you, the it's next auction I go to yeah. is where when I move to Oklahoma, I'm going to an auction, and I'm going to buy all the really old ones, <laughs> really old horses, <laughs> and they're going to come home with me, and they're going to live in the uh, pasture, and they're going to die. But, you know the useless yeah. chickens. Well, Before you do that, you need to talk to Denise. Yeah, Denise has a whole barnyard of those, so you might want to consider. Let's buy that 25-year-old horse. He's only got five years left on his calendar. (laughs) All of a sudden, you have an 87-year-old like in the Guinness Book. That's what happened to us. We moved, and we moved out of Pennsylvania, and we had a pony that needed a home, so we gave the pony. It was like, what, 35 already, Jennifer? ancient she had no teeth left yeah she, and this lovely family who boarded with us said we'll take it because how long could it live it's 35 45 years old that pony died 10 years <laughs> later <laughs> oh 
Oh, they haven't God, talked to us since. No, we haven't heard from them. <laughs> they don't call you anymore. They don't send you Christmas presents. All right, let's take a break for Kentucky nope. Performance Products. We'll be right back with more show. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Feeding your horse starch-laden grains can lead to colic, laminitis, and metabolic disease. Today, nutritionists are recommending the use of high-quality fat to provide healthy calories. Fat is an extraordinary energy source. It's readily utilized by the horse and contains more than two times the calories of starchy grains. Replacing grain with a high-quality fat supplement reduces a horse's risk of developing health problems. Equijoule Stabilized Rice Bran is an excellent fat supplement. It contains a balanced calcium-to-phosphorus ratio and won't cause mineral imbalances when added to the diet. Its all-natural ingredients are high in healthy fat and fiber. And best of all, horses fueled by Equijoule stay calmer and more focused on the job at hand. When you need to add healthy calories to your horse's diet, choose Equijoule. To learn more, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Well, we're back, and I have uh, I have a list for you that I thought would be kind of fun for you and Jennifer because you were both working students and grooms, and you, you, you lived that life for a while. And this list was put out by Horse Network, and it's called The 30 Lies Grooms Tell Themselves. So, <laughs> yeah, so these are 30 lies that you tell, yourselves, uh, you tell yourself on a regular basis when you're a groom. And I know you guys did this for a long time. Jennifer, for a long time. I, you worked as a working student for a while, didn't you? Yes, yes, yes. And I did tell myself lies. And then my dad came to visit one day and he's like, I'm not having a daughter work like this. Ridiculous. (laughs) Terrible. Did he drag you out by your shirt collar? (laughs) He pretty much did. He was like, no daughter of mine is going to be slave labor for somebody. (laughs) Because you think you're going to stay for one year and then two years and then three years. And it's pretty much his slave labor for the most part. Yeah, I I didn't stay that long, <laughs> but but we uh, yeah the, yeah there the, let's hear it. All right, so I number one of myself. the thirty lies that grooms tell themselves: one more winter circuit, then I'll get a real job. <laughs> one more summer, then I'll get a real job. Right, Jennifer? <laughs> one more, and then I'll get a real job. Nobody yeah. wants a real job when you can just play with horses. So. See, that's what my parents were saying. One more summer, and then you're going to get a real job. Yeah, that's what they were saying. (laughs) How about, maybe I'll go back to school. God, I think that's how I got out of it. Because you didn't go. I told myself that. (laughs) Because I didn't go back to school. I just told myself that. Yeah, I was going to take a year off after high school. What do they call that? They have a name for that now, where you take a year off and then you go back. Um. And I and then go to college, which I'd have been accepted to, and then I never went. All right, so three, I'm going to start saving money so I can go back to school and get a real job. <laughs> and you have a horse. You're right. <laughs> and you're probably at a barn where there's competing going on, so then you're competing. 
and yep. spending all your money. And you make making. about 12 cents a day. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about number four? Jennifer ate a lot of peanut butter and jelly because at, at uh, your one, the one year you worked, you didn't even have a refrigerator at the place you were staying. So no, no fridge, no fridge. Jennifer, you and I are so similar um, that my dad came to visit me and he's like, "Where's your fridge?" And I go, "Dad, <laughs> it's winter. The food stays good on the porch for at least three days." That's right. And he was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> You had Jennifer had a little microwave, and it was a little microwave. And back in those days, they they didn't have much power. You probably had to cook your soup for twenty minutes to get it hot. So I think we still had that microwave until like four or five years ago. We got rid of it finally, but that microwave went with us the whole time. My dad took pity on me because he knew I was eating everything. It was like hot dogs, cooking. No, the stove doesn't work right. Just eat the hot dog out of the package. And he took pity on me. He didn't want me to get sick eating raw foods like hot dogs. So he bought me a microwave. <laughs> I think my dad bought me one of those little college mini fridges, actually. So there you go. Well, you at least could put the beer in there. So they had some place to stay cold. How about ah, num- beer is fine on the patio? <laughs> oh, that's right. Number four. Actually, I'm going to spend all my money. Life is too short not to spend $50 on a horse show food every day. I didn't want to go back to school anyway. That's pretty much what we just talked about. Number- uh, I like I like number 11. That's my favorite. Number I'm not doing long-term damage to my body. This limp will probably go away if I rest. Or <laughs> 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 uh, 13. This isn't alcoholism. It's, well, okay, it's alcoholism, but I will get it under control soon. <laughs> <laughs> How about, I don't care about days off anyway. Because you don't get any. The only day off Jennifer ever had, she came to the Renaissance Fair, and that's the day we met, was the day she had off. And it was raining, right? So that's why you didn't have to work. To this day, I love rainy days. I love it when it rains. <laughs> oh, man. That's true. It was a rainy day, that we, the day we met. So don't be a groom if somewhere has an indoor, because no, it's a bad thing. Right. You will never get a then day you're off. you're screwed. Uh, how about wine is made of grapes, so I also eat fruit. Uh, see? <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, my bosses care about me as a person. They would be deeply and personally distressed if I left. Lies you tell yourself. Yes. You're just <laughs> That is such a, a big lie. By the way, uh, borders say that too. Borders say, oh, th- this barn would miss me if I left. You know what? You get kind of pretty used to whoever's there. My horses love me. They would miss me if I left. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag lies grooms tell. (laughs) I'm not crazy. I love working with horses. I love working with horses. I love working with horses on those days when mud is caking everything and it's cold and you're freezing and you just want to go have a beer. The couple that I worked for in Southern Pines, I actually, when I left there... I was like, I'm done with horses. I'm done. I can't, I can't deal anymore. And I, I, so I like put my lifetime horse at a lesson barn and I sold all the other ones. And I, I was like, never again. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I just need a break. These people made me hate my life. And then I, I got my horse back like three months later and 
I've been with horses ever since. That's so what I, happens. I'm taking a break, <laughs> but I made it three months. That's what happens. I, I, the last one, lies grooms tell to themselves. I wouldn't want a normal life anyway. Living in one place, having a house, starting a retirement fund, it all sounds like soul-sucking slow death to me. (laughs) And that's why we see a lot of really old riders uh, and really old competitors is because they have no retirement fund. And that's all they know. They have Mm -hmm. to keep riding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just keep riding. And then- a compulsive coffee addiction is not only healthy and normal, but it's also necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely true. Working 28 Absolutely. consecutive days is character building, Jennifer. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> How did God you ever get off? I, now, Jennifer came that one day, and then it was in 1985, how did you to the Renaissance Fair? And that's where we met. And then you came back the next week. How'd you get off the next week? How did Barb ever let you off? Uh, I'm pretty sure she was out of town. Uh, <laughs> she was at a show. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though, Jamie, between the week we met on a Saturday, I think, at the Renaissance Fair, I was working. And then she came back the following week. She had made herself a costume. She had sewed it herself. Oh, it was love. There, that's oh, it's because I didn't have two nickels to rub together. <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah. wanted to dress up for the king because he was so cute. I, I, that's right. That's right. And boy. she did. And, you know, and, and I always tell people she made the dress so it had the push-up bra thing. So I, it was kind of a deception, actually. You but, thought but she had I two. did. But <laughs> then I found out that it was just the dress. Just kidding, Jennifer. Just kidding. That's amazing. Someday I will tell you guys the honest truth about my days as a working student. And you can book that. I won't Do we need a whole show? Names. An hour and a half? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the thing that soul-crushing dreams are made out of, okay? But it's Friday, and nobody needs to go down that path. So, play so a song. So I have a song. I have a song, and it's been a request today. I've requested song. Oh, good. Jessica requested... She said, she actually wrote me a note and said, you know what you haven't played in a very long time? She oh, requested God. Girls and Horses. So here Yay! we go. This is for Jessica. It's perfect for a Friday. We'll be back. Really bad ads. Yeah, yeah. Well, she talks about them, dreams about them. Thinks about him all the time She's got to have him Be lost without him You can see it in her eyes What is it? What is it with girls and horses? She says Now when I was a young girl They were my whole world They were my one safe place Now that I'm older Still lean on their shoulders I still feel like that girl some days What is it? What is it with girls and horses? 
feeling not afraid of staying in the game. Maybe that's what it is. With girls and horses. Well, I talk about them and I dream about them. I live to love them and I love to ride. I'll always have them. Be lost without them. Magic in those channels. What is it? What is it with girls and horses? What is it? What is it with girls and horses? Yeah. song just takes me back so long that do you know that I took I, I know you know this Glenn but when I was on 94.9 the bull which was a country music station I did not know Templeton Thompson I did not know anything about her but somebody had played me that song and in the introduction at the start of the show it's country station so you can get away with this stuff I actually had a clip of Templeton Thompson in that song say, what is it with girls and horses? The singing part it was like, and there's Jamie Massey. What is it with girls and horses? And that was the beginning of the show on the morning show on 94, nine, the bull. So I love that song. have always known that song and it's very important to me. It takes me right back. Wow. I didn't realize I was... I, to be honest, this, I'm not saying you're old, but I didn't realize that it was around that long. I thought it was around from about the time we started, but must have been before that. Ugh, it's been around forever, Glenn. <laughs> At least 10 years before Super we started. Super <laughs> old. So old. I was probably 20, uh, 10 years. Yeah, probably 10 years. Yeah, because she did that. What, her first time she performed it was at a Briarfest in Kentucky. Uh, and that's where it became so popular was after that, after the Briarfest, everybody knew about it then. But yeah, God, that's a that's your audience right there. If you're Tim <laughs> Thompson, good lord, you sing that, people are gonna knock you down. It is. There's a reason <laughs> that her horse became a briar. <laughs> that's the reason right there. Oh my god, you got a bunch of 12 year old girls sitting out there in the audience, and you play that song, you are gonna make a billion dollars. <laughs> that's awesome. Or right, get a briar, one of those. Uh, so I, I found some, by the way, you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you today by our friends over at Kentucky Performance Products. Now, I found, you know, I like to collect headlines. The last time I did this was when Zara was being born, and it was all these, like, horrific things that could happen to a horse that's being born and what fold diseases. And I found, I found just four headlines that I felt that there's no need to read further. Okay. Okay. Just these headlines. Here's the first one. Think you'd make a great dressage judge. There's an app for that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wait a second. Are we really short on dressage judges now? We have an app? Like, <laughs> I can troll people? Like, for real? <laughs> like, they're asking me my opinion of their riding? Okay, let me sit down, download that. Yeah, there's an app where you can be a dressage judge. You get to judge people and pay for it. <laughs> Do you think there's going to be a point where there's just cameras in the ring and there's an algorithm built by Google? That will analyze the <laughs> movements of the horse, and that's how you'll be judged is is by a computer. It sounds like a good thing, good way to do it. Then we, but then we put all these sweet ladies out of business. Well, that's so true. Maybe that's not. True. Maybe not. Uh, the next one: music and massage is the perfect remedy for the stresses of race training. Studies show. <laughs> Wait a second. You mean if I'm an athlete? I should listen to soothing music and get massages? What? You know, I think that oh. applies to anybody, doesn't it? Music and massage yeah. is the perfect remedy for the morning show. Whatever. I, I don't do anything athletic, and I would like music and massage. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and again, we spent okay. money on that. Somebody yeah. paid for that, yeah. Okay. I'm, are you sitting down? Yeah, yeah, I'm sitting. Okay. Everybody, sit down. Bug. Behind farmer's flesh eating infection was probably caught from his horses. Uh, <laughs> okay, we did not need to hear that today. Oh, uh, it just gets better. You know what? I don't know why, but f f a flesh eating disease just scares the hell out of me because you see these reports, of pe and it's mostly people in Florida who go swimming. You know, they go swimming in a lake or somewhere, and then they 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 get this flesh eating disease, and then they did like. All, all their skin falls off. That's a scary disease because they don't even know uh, how to stop it. Do you feel like it's like a zombie thing? Like, are you going to be a zombie with a flesh eating thing? Do you think that's where the zombies came from? Is people with flesh eating diseases or? Probably. Yeah. This guy is a 73 year old Norwegian farmer. Ugh. So, and he has now been a case. Thank God he wasn't from Florida. They always seem to be from Florida. <laughs> A farmer required repeated surgeries after a bug he probably caught from his horses developed into a flesh-eating infection. Uh, happy Friday, everybody. Go play with your horses this weekend. Gross. Okay, okay, okay. Let me let me tune it down a little bit. Oh, okay. My last and final headline, where as as I just demonstrated, you do not need to read further. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do not read further. So to tone it down a little bit, I'm going I'm to end with this one on your happy Friday. Here's just the headline. 13 pounds. 13 pounds of horse genitals concealed in woman's luggage. Claimed <laughs> it was for medicinal purposes. <laughs> it was for something. Do you know where she was from? I did. I did read further. I had to. Florida. No, no. She might have been going to Florida. But she was um she was from Mongolia. What? Yeah, so um so obviously there's something else that Leslie has to learn to eat because um <laughs> the woman the woman had a combined I really, really wish they would have selected me for the Mongolian Derby. The woman had a combined forty two pounds of horse meat concealed inside inside juice boxes, which included oh. thirteen pounds of horse genitals. Oh. 
<laughs> Why would you stuff juice boxes full? I don't know. I'm never going to puncture a juice box for my child. <laughs> normally, dump again. a little out first. <laughs> oh, I'm not just going to like, you know, you put the straw in and you sip it real quick because you're afraid it's going to squirt out. So like I always put the straw. I will sip it no longer. <laughs> ever again. All right. All right, we have to take a break for ovation, and we're going to be right back um, in just a minute. Maybe. Horse people know that they can count on ovation's value, quality, and style when it comes to hard-wearing schooling attire, affordable show gear for horse and rider, or top-of-the-line equipment for riders at every level. From breeches to bridle work, saddles to stock ties, helmets to half chaps, Ovation is the premier brand of riding apparel and equipment for you and your horse in the United States, outfitting riders at every level from head to toe. Ask for Ovation brand riding helmets, breeches, and footwear at your local tax store, or go online to OvationRiding.com and see the fantastic variety of quality, fashion-forward affordable products from Ovation. OvationRiding.com Pay it, I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is Really Bad Ads Day. That time of the week when listeners submit really bad ads, usually from Facebook. Well, it used to be from Craigslist. Now there's a lot more from Facebook than there ever used to be. So from both. And we just have a little fun with them. We put all of the submitters' names, even if you don't get on the air, we put your name in a pile. And at the end of the month, we draw from for some terrific prizes. And Jennifer's going to tell us what they are this month. This month's prizes, it's all for bookworms this time. And one of us, what among us isn't a bookworm when it comes to horse books? We've got a cop, a signed copy of A Taste of Blood and Ashes by Jaden Terrell. It's a novel, people. So relax. And along with that, you get a horse themed throw, a journal, and a beautiful necklace. And to go with that, we've got the latest from Jean Abernathy, her book called Fergus, A Horse to Be Reckoned With. I did a review of this book a little while ago, and I would describe this as a book that is written with a little nod to Dr. Seuss. It's got fun Zeus-esque text and a silly Fergus antics throughout, and it's got a thoughtful, wonderful message, too. So it's great for adults and kids. You can find Zeus esque. That's <laughs> you hard can, to say. You can find both of those books on Amazon, as well as you can find all of Dr- Jaden Terrell's books. She has a bunch at jadenterrell.com. All right, let's get on with our really bad ads. And it looks like you are the first up today. Oh my gosh, this is a long one, too. Again, I don't pre read these, so I'm just going to give it a go. 
Marie sent this one in. Marie Cornell sent this one in. Mini gelding for $375 in Olivia, Missouri. Well, he's a gelded, so that's good. Chester is a 15-year-old recently gelded mini who stands 35 inches tall. He drives like a dream, sets up for a halter, ties whenever you leave him, bays, clips, loads, stands like a gentleman for the farrier, not a child's pony. Was rescued from a rescue that ran him oh god how many of those have i seen that ran him with mares and fed him three loaves of bread and half a bale of hay every day bread (laughs) wait a minute just that right (laughs) yeah three three loaves of bread are horses supposed to get bread by the way uh no i don't think so chester if you can imagine how and why he got that name is wanting a new home as he's a little tired of uh, little spawns of Satan showing up and asking to pet the pretty pony and then running away crying when they get bit. If you're brave enough to buy him as a child's horse, which I highly do not recommend, be prepared to have an unlimited supply of Xanax and Viacom. It's in everybody's best interest. (laughs) He looks at children as goblins and demons. I recommend keeping children's hands away from his pin. You will thank me later. Jennifer looks at at him the same way, actually. Chester (laughs) wants to be out of this town before Christmas because he will be driving Santa into downtown Olivier if he is still here. And trust me, a red-nosed reindeer antler and multiple children mauling him is not his idea of fun. Oh, God, they were going to book him for the parade. (laughs) It's Rudolph. You're right, bud. That's Rudolph who pulls Santa's sleigh. (laughs) Get that right, Jamie. Sorry. Uh, do not pasture him with mares. They will be scarred for life. He <laughs> is currently pastured with my. <laughs> Lucas, Lucas left the room. He is currently pastured with my asshole 15 1 gelding, and Chester leaves him trembling in the corner. <laughs> I have high hopes for his future in a demon child free home. Chills out a bit when he's worked every day. Truthfully, he just needs a job with an experienced horse person where he can be worked and loved and away from children that ogle over him and ask half a dozen times if he is blind or if he will play princess with them. (laughs) I have the perfect pony uh, pasture mate for him. His name is Scooter. Those two could have such a good little time together. Or Zeus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All three of those together, the world might explode. <laughs> Somebody's going to come out alive, or not. Maybe. Depends. Maybe. Joy sent the following one in, and she recorded it herself. Okay, another really bad ad from Ann Arbor, Michigan. New parents, $1. Yeah, you read that right. I'm looking for new parents. I'm looking for some folks who would support and be interested in. Fortunately, I'm not a child anymore. I'm I'm over 40. I've been working my whole life to get super good at working with horses and training horses. And my family has just never been there, never gave it any credit at all. So I was looking for some folks that would. If you ever thought it would be fun to take your kid to the horse show or maybe even start a business training or breeding horses or a boarding stable or lessons or just seeing your kid do well at higher level showing, I'm for you. Unfortunately, the catch is I need help paying for some of that because it gets pricey, unfortunately, but I've been starting and training horses my whole life, helping people learn about horses and helping horses learn about people. But those fancy shows have always been out of reach financially. So if you're curious or interested, feel free to inquire. Thank you for your time. 
you know, a huge part of that for me would simply be having someone there to support me and be there with me like family should be. I've never really experienced that. So I guess I'm putting it out there to see what happens, smiley face. Don't worry. I'm not a lazy good for nothing. I do my own business. Winky face. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. You also need help learning some punctuation. Good luck finding some new parents. (laughs) Basically, this is a person that just like guilted everybody into being paying for everything. Yes. It was a personal ad. It's basically what it was. (laughs) I want you to be my boyfriend and pay for everything. No, she didn't want a boyfriend. She wanted like somebody to be like just to a take parent. her in. I don't, I don't know either. I, I was feeling very sad it, at the beginning. It made of me that. uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes, it made me uncomfortable <laughs> yes, because at did. first it was like kind of like ha ha, and I was like, oh wait, they're serious. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, that's kind of sad. And then yeah. oh, you're kind and of. And I wanted idiot. to go over and take their horses away. So it's fine. yeah. <laughs> Andrea sent the following one in: Appaloosa Gelding, two thousand dollars in New Hampshire. Wow, the Northeast is finally representing in bad ads. Thunder is 12 years old, 15.1 hands, Appaloosa Gelding. Whose amazing trail horse, who will go over, under, through anything? Thunder is a current Coggins and UTD on shots, recently worked on by a chiropractor. Well, that's nice. He is barefoot and has never been lame since we owned him. WTC. We've only written him Western, but could go English also. Uh, you want to buy him at that point, don't you, for $2,000? Because Sounds he's great. cute, he's an Appaloosa and everything. But he has a rearing problem going in the ring when he was used for Gymkhana. With little hands and slow work, I think he could get... With little hands and slow work, I think he could get over this. Needs an intermediate rider with light, light hands. Video available. Do you think the video includes him going straight up in the air, by the way? Do you think the video would include, if they're saying light, light hands and he rears, a giant shank bit? Yeah. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Stop pulling on him! (laughs) God! Poor, poor Appaloosa Gelling Thunder. If you look Good at his Lord. picture, his picture, he just looks like the sweetest thing, except for that little rearing before the going in the ring for Jim Connor, which you're right, yes. was probably with a a, a twisted a sh- wire, barbed twisted wire, wire, screw shank, barbed wire shank yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> poor Thunder. I hope you find a new mama soon. All right. <laughs> Ellen sent in the next one. Ellen, authentic, old fashioned heritage breed horse manure for free in union new hampshire it's that time of year folks time to build your winter compost piles and cram as much organic material into your square foot earth box of the lasagna garden as you can horse manure makes an awesome compost pile it high right under your garden and by spring oh my god this is like an infomercial it is okay Horse manure makes an awesome compost. Pile it high right on your garden, and by springtime, you'll be blessed with lovely, rich soil and earthworms galore. Mix it with food scraps or lawn waste in your tumbler for an infusion of beneficial equine hindgut bacteria. With this... With this drought we've been having, my horses have been standing around eating hundreds of dollars worth of hay while the pastures sit there crispy and moping. Good news, though. Poop production hasn't dropped a bit. These guys don't live in stalls, so there's no bedding filler in their manure. Just 100. 
Just 100% pure all natural leavings artisanally hand tossed by you with my help into a container of your choosing. <laughs> Approximate. <laughs> All for $19.99. Three dollars, three uh, months. <laughs> approximately 30% of this manure is produced by range-born BLM Mustang, which makes it pretty much part of our nation's history <laughs> and the rightful property of all citizens. <laughs> you didn't know you I, had the nation's history in your backyard, Jamie. I didn't. I can't. In good conscience, charge for it. All horses eat local hay and are cage-free, and their <laughs> scat is dry and airy. Made in the USA, grow heirloom tomatoes so pretty those judgmental biddies in your mother-in-law's garden club will be jealous. Take a little <laughs> or a lot, they'll make more. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to a party with this guy. <laughs> uh, oh, that was a great ad. It's- Maybe want to go get some <laughs> by a range born BLM. It's nation's history. I didn't know I had some poop. Nation's you history. do. You could sell that, Jamie, for like lo- the little containers, like used to get earth from like Elvis's yard. You could sell That's, it. Oh my gosh, Jamie poop. All right, that sounded bad. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's go to Lisa, who's going to help us out here. Horse for trade, Louisville, Ohio. I have an OTTB that I'd like to sell or trade more towards trading for something sound, broke, and can do barrels. I would prefer a quarter horse, but show me what you have. My OTTB is 17 hands and he's lean. He's up to date on everything, coggins, shots, worming, etc. I just had his teeth done a little less than a month ago. He has shoes on his front feet. He's off the track, but sound, no problems whatsoever. I have all of his papers from the jockey club and everything. He does have to wear a cribbing collar, but he will not crib if he has it on whatsoever. He's currently in barrel training and doing good, He wants to pick up speed. He was a show jumper before I bought him and was fabulous at it. I just don't do that. He's not a hard keeper. Well, as long as you feed him properly with lots of grain and hay. He's more for an advanced rider because he's big and strong-headed, but he's never thrown a buck kick or rear. He trail rides. He does spook at some things, but not crazy. He wants to give you 110% every time you get on him. Like I said, he's for an intermediate rider because he is fast and loves to run. Please do not message me if you are not 100% interested. I'm not playing games. Thanks. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, by the way, he's lame. And he's an easy keeper as long as you give him 67 pounds of grain a day. (laughs) There was too much there. It was so great. There was too much there. Lisa, Um, good job. Yeah, good job. All right. April sent the following in. Following following one in a Tennessee Walker $500 in Kennard, Texas. And this is Tennessee, by the way. Oh, it is a Tennessee Walker. You're right. It's a Tennessee I didn't Walker. Notice that. Probably cuz I just spell <laughs> Tennessee every time I spell it. Uh, he's a nice horse. I'm just tired of buying feed. You can call or text. That's it. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. You know, in Texas sometimes they do things bigger and then sometimes they just do it short and sweet. It's a nice horse. What else do you need to know? That's funny. Crystal sent this trailer in, and she yelled the whole thing. It's in caps, except for one letter, an R, in the middle of all of this. I don't know why the R is small. but All right, so the whole thing's in caps. Horse trailer, new lights, very clean, underneath $1,300. I got this horse trailer two years ago. It has a new floor. 
The uh, underneath of this trailer is very clean. Has divider that can stay in or out. Has room in front for saddle and tack. I have used this trailer many times. You don't ever need to know it's, you don't even know it's behind you. Does need painted and maybe a couple of tires. My hubby reinforced and replaced some of the metal inside. Has a ramp load, but could not put it up or down right now. <laughs> Worth looking at. <laughs> so let's review. Let's review. Her husband replaced some of the metal inside. The other metal, not so good. The uh, ramp doesn't work, so getting your horse in and out is going to be a bit of a trouble. That might be a problem. Uh, and Can I ask a question? It only is has that, two good tires. <laughs> is that like an 1970s kitchen door yes. on the tack room? <laughs> it's that from is. a camper. It looks like it's from a camper with the little slats. Camper. Yes. That's it's a it camper is. door. That's, That's exactly weird. right. But it doesn't. Well, maybe you could put the horse in the front door. <laughs> Come here. Just cluck to it. In the front door. You can do it in the front door. Well, I'm there noticing a, a theme $1,300 the ads that you've given me today because yes. Joy Rebecca sent the next one in yes. and she said that uh, her boyfriend found this one and this is the struggles of her horse husband or boyfriend in her case. Save my marriage. Take my horse poop. And hide this post. <laughs> I may have given I've, you the poopy ones today. I know you did. I finally realized my lifelong dream of having my own horse at my home. Unfortunately, I severely underestimated the amount of poop I would have on my hands. <laughs> and it has quickly become overwhelming. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> <laughs> my husband is irritated to say the least. He is not a horse lover, and he has demanded that I take care of it. I will pick it up and put it in a pile. That's where you come in. Horse manure is an excellent fertilizer for the garden once it's been allowed to compost. Come and get all you can handle. Send me an email, and I'll even help you load it. Wow. So basically, she's never even picked up a pile. Of That's food. what I was thinking. She's going to yeah. make a pile. She will make a pile, but the entire paddock, which is probably, what, about a half an acre, judging by this ad, is about a half an acre, and it's all just poop. Just poop. <laughs> just poop. All poop. <laughs> oh, I was supposed to clean that? <laughs> Flax and fork, shake and fork. Highly recommend it there. It'll help you out. All right. The next one is from... Jay Morlane. Horses for sale, $900 in Clewiston, Florida. I have no idea where that is. Oh, and there's a picture of the, <laughs> the horse. In what I can... Is it a harness? It looks like a harness. It, it's a picture of a brown horse in a harness. A, a white harness. Well, pieces of a harness. It doesn't have the whole harness. And the blinkers. It has blinkers and everything. Um, looks like it might have been a circus harness at one point. I don't know. And it, the the bridle is way too big for the horse because the blinkers are almost past his eyeballs. And the bits on backwards, upside and, down and yeah. backwards. Yes, this is terrible. Selling two horses, don't have time for them. One is a 15-year-old gelding. He is soundproof. <laughs> Good. Soundproof? Soundproof. Good for trails. Kids go for $500. <laughs> There you go. The other horse is a five-year-old mare. I have a saddle for her, like up or 
The other is a five-year-old. The other horse is a five-year-old mare. I have saddled her up like six or seven times. She does buck, kid, or bite work. I will get her let go for $400. If you take both, I will work with you on a price. Feel free to contact me. Oh, God. What a person that should not own horses. Uh, That picture is, uh, that has to be the picture of a lifetime, Jennifer. That's a pretty good picture. Ugh. I don't even know what it is. Oh, my gosh. Wow. All right. Tammy Swanson sent this one in. Tammy Swanson for sale. Satan's mini pony. Cruella DeVille is a 10-year-old, 38-inch tall spawn of the devil himself. This little mare is a not complete. today. <laughs> I know. This little mare is not completely bad. She does lead, tie, stand for bath, etc. Just had her feet trimmed and dewormed. But here's the kicker. If, <coughs> God, sorry. Okay. Here's the kicker. If you're under four foot tall or an unsuspecting adult, she will attempt to eat you. <laughs> not a cute little nip. Like a full-blown bite out of a carne asada burrito. <laughs> Stephanie. Why don't you run her cranky butt through the sale? Well, she is darn sure broke. Like, broke, broke. I have videos of her riding around. I'll gladly private message you. I'm sure someone out there in Facebook land has experience with fluffy hellions that bite. Personally, I do not. And frankly, I prefer the sweet and cuddly kind. So I'm going to give her a chance. $250 is what I have in her. And that's what I want back. Or I will accept donkeys, goats, a dozen donuts, no jelly filled. Don't insult me. Mary, <laughs> <laughs> write this. Yeah, <laughs> that is kind of looks like a sad little pony, doesn't it? It really does. It looks look sweet as can be. It does bless look the sweet heart until it bares its teeth and tries to bite your face off. All right, let's let Jill round out the day. She has sent one in. Tennessee walking horse stallion, eight years old. Geld that sh. Thank you. Silver I was about is an eight-year-old Tennessee walking horse stallion freshly off pads on a plantation shoe. He's for an advanced rider only, and I am in no hurry to sell it. He is not cheap, no trades. He's papered. Walking and racking, he's a direct Ted Williams' son and a pusher mare. His mommy's side, he's a great stallion. Hands, breeds, very, very easy. Rides well with other horses. Said to been shown, his tail is seven feet long. Great horse, just have too many T.O. and need to let a few go. He's 15.3 hands tall. Message me with price, and if you ask to come see him, you will bring a horse trailer and cash and get his teeth done and a new shoe job Saturday. <laughs> I'm glad we saved that one for last. (laughs) Jill, that was hysterical. Well done, Jill. Well done. Hysterical. (laughs) My gosh, you guys are getting so good at these. I love the addition of the guild that shiz right there. (laughs) And the dramatic readings are getting so much better now. I'm out of breath listening to it. Pretty soon, soon we'll just be able to play the recordings at 10 o'clock and quit early. I can't wait. I can't wait. (laughs) 
Well, we have a lot of shows coming out for you here on the Horse Radio Network. Oh, I, before I do that, send your complaints and your ads to Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Uh, a lot of people have been trying to post them in our Horses in the Morning, the private messaging thing, and our Horses in the Morning Facebook page. They will not get posted that way. You need to send them to Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com. We really appreciate you trying, but uh, she, she doesn't pay attention to Facebook all that much, so you'll never see them on, on Fridays unless you do that. Uh, shows are coming out. There's a lot of shows coming out today and tomorrow, a lot of episodes, so definitely check them out. Uh, the Pollock Report posted about their new show, and I think we had a record number of downloads in one day, the first day of a new show. Uh, incredible yesterday. So uh, if you haven't listened to that, as Jamie said the other day, you need to take a listen to that. Next week, the schedule is I'll be here on Monday. Then I head off to a podcasting conference and to, to see the premiere of the new Messengers movie that stars the Horse Radio Network in it. And uh, we'll hopefully, as it comes out, have it available for everybody to watch. And that's a movie about podcasting. It premieres next Friday night. So I will be out on Wednesday and Friday, and Jamie, you're going to have Lisa Waisaki joining you. So, you know, you're going to have a classy co-host for the first time in your career. Girls' yes. day! Yay! <laughs> you're going to have a classy one. So she's a lot of fun to work with. So she'll be joining you. So there will be shows. I just will not be on them, and Jamie will be in heaven. Am I off on Monday? No. It's President's Day, Glenn. Oh, uh, that holiday that nobody but bankers celebrate? Uh, schools get out, and I'm going to California tomorrow morning. <laughs> I just thinking I'd stay an extra day. What are you going to California <laughs> for? I'm going to Monty Roberts for the big, uh, the big celebration they're having tomorrow night. So I'm flying oh. in with Lucas and my little nanny Abby, and oh wow, I call her my nanny. She's a 14 year old student of mine <laughs> that babysits a lot. Uh, so we're gonna head out there to California. This is a great thing about your husband being an airline pilot. Yeah, you just. You find the flight with the most open seats and you hop on. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> he wasn't the one that almost uh, uh, ran into Harrison Ford the other day, was he? I don't know that story, so it probably was not. Okay. I don't know I think for it was sure, the other though. way around, Glenn. Yeah. I cannot confirm yeah. or deny. Apparently, they had Harrison. I don't know the whole story. There's ver various versions of it, but he's had a couple problems with being a pilot before. Remember, he crashed into a he crash landed. His plane had a problem, and he crash landed into a golf course. Um, well, he was coming into the airport in California. He was bringing a pr his private plane out there, and they told him to land on a certain runway, and apparently he landed on a taxiway instead um, oh over top of an American Airlines jet. Oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, two days later, he was flying, but he is under investigation now. So I don't know exactly what happened. It may not have been his that's fault. That's big but... trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably not good. Can you imagine if Chad came home and said, I landed on the taxiway? And, boy, you're in trouble. Boy, those trucks uh, were scattering everywhere. <laughs> he'd be fired. Yeah. <laughs> like it's... he likes to say, he could do it once. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. <laughs> Never again. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a terrific weekend. Be safe. All right, everybody. Spay, neuter, geld. Have a great weekend. Yo, that shit. Wear your helmet. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>